0: Welcome to the Marketing Launch Society podcast, where marketing expert and coach Stephanie Edwards helps you understand what it takes to land your first job in marketing. Hey everybody, Stephanie here. And earlier this year, I got to go to a business conference in which Rachel Hollis was a guest speaker. While she was on stage, she asked us to raise our hands if by chance we weren't the prettiest, most popular girl in our seventh grade class. Without a doubt, my hand went up. Seventh grade was a major transition year for me all, and I looked worse at age 12 than I ever have at any other stage of my life. So Rachel, here she is on stage, and she asks us to keep our hands up if we feel like we would never be as perfect as that popular girl had been. As I'm holding my hand up, my mind begins reminding me of all the things that I never was. I wasn't that tiny-waisted, seamlessly flawless, and overly confident cheerleader, who had the perfectly flat blonde hair, super straight hair, was so in when I was in seventh grade, the rolled up jeans and a scrunchie on her wrists with the Jan sport backpack. Are any of you at that age where really you can remember what this looked like? Ah, so it's been 27 years since I was in the seventh grade and those memories can still surface like I was just walking the halls of Woodside Middle School yesterday. I think that's why Rachel brought it up in her speech She knows she's not the only person who has allowed experiences in her adolescence to impact how she views herself as an adult. Looking back, I see the blue carpet leading up and down the gray halls of the main section of the middle school where the seventh grade classrooms were. Rows of blue lockers lined the walls as I walked quietly down the crowded hallway, my head usually hanging a little low, reclusiveness in my eye gaze. I never wanted to catch anyone's eyes. I was afraid of what somebody might say or call out. But I was scanning everyone around me, desperate to know what was going on and to learn how to impersonate those around me. I remember seeing a few girls that always garnered the attention of everyone else in school, the popular girls, you know who I'm talking about, that everyone else coveted after. They were always so beautiful, so poised, so well-dressed. Then I glanced down at my oversized t-shirt and the dopey looking mom jeans, as they are called, neither styled right nor rolled at the ankles. I wear bulky white sneakers and my hair is a frizzy hot mess. I don't have a clue on how to style myself and I have parents who don't seem to care if I ever learn. They are two of the world's most non-trending individuals and mom, if you're listening, I I love you, but they have lived a life where it's about comfort for them and they don't bother about what other people think. And that for me at age 12 was just not a level of confidence I was able to assume I was so wrapped up in trying to be like the other kids. I missed my own identity, especially when I was being picked on for having chronic dandruff. Ooh, and I was at that age where I, hairspray was still used a lot. And so I used to blame it on the hairspray, but y'all, it really was dandruff. Wow. Living these memories is really hard to relive these, but Rachel emphasized the point That bringing up these memories is important because she knows that living through an experience like this, carrying the burden to fit in, and the sorrow of never being able to do so can still cause suffering as an adult. The pain I felt then still lives within me unless I learn how to release it. The anxiety of entering a classroom or the dreaded lunchroom, not knowing if I would find one of my few friends to sit with, the weight of feeling like I would never measure up, never be good enough never beautiful. Do you get the idea here? You can fill in the blank with whatever weighed on you when you were in the seventh grade and what might still be holding you back today. And now acknowledge if those same thoughts and feelings are trapping you from moving forward in your life. When it comes to launching your business or reaching out for that next career milestone, these emotional triggers can pop up and hinder you from feeling confident enough to take that next step. Rachel Hollis talked about not giving anyone else who hasn't walked right there beside you in your business, the power to have an opinion in your life. They just don't have the right. They don't have the authority over you and your business. They are just opinionated people, whether real or imagined, and they have no bearing on what you choose to do with your life. Let that sink in. So much power and freedom can be a result of accepting that in your life. Rachel closed out her message by saying, it is not them who will live with the regret of what you don't do. Ooh, that's huge. Like they may have an opinion about your life, but it's not them who are going to live with regret of what didn't get done and what wasn't accomplished in your life. It's you who's going to lie in your deathbed. It's you who's going to look back and say, oh, I have so much regret. I never tried this. I never put myself out there. That burden is yours and yours alone. So don't let them, whether real or imaginary, steal an ounce of your happiness. Go for the gold. Try your hardest and don't look back at the so-called popular girls in the corner. If they're laughing, you hold your head high. Probably not even has anything to do with you anyhow. I know that now, but I didn't know that then. They have no say in whom you can be or whom you will become if you allow yourself. Y'all, I was a hot mess in middle school. But now I actually praise the Lord that I was. It was that tangled up mess of unruly hair, the braces and multicolored ties, the lack of confidence in my disposition that kept the stupid and immature boys from even taking any interest in me. It kept me home reading when others were out partying and screwing up. It was hard then, but at this moment, I can acknowledge that I was spared from relationships and circumstances that could have derailed my future. I was so desperate for acceptance that I most likely would have made some really poor decisions just to get the attention I desired. As it is, I was at home, night after night, my head buried in another book. Books were my escape, and I grew my mind, and my mind took me to new heights. It took me away to college and life thereafter, and I consider that I have a blessed life because of that. Throughout the years, I have found my satisfaction in how God has made me today, and I am proud of his handiwork. I am a beautiful, empowered, and confident woman. I took the perspective from Rachel Hollis in my heart as I move forward from here. What are you going to do? Making the leap from full-time employment this year into being an independent contractor has yielded new challenges for me. I need to remember that the only opinion that matters in my success story is mine. The feedback I garner on my work is one thing when I'm working with a client, but the decisions about how, when, where, and why I grow my business are for me alone to make. And in my case, with my faith, also with God's guidance. The same is true for you. Don't let those middle school strongholds hold you back. Refuse to let the thinking of anyone else deter you from reaching your dreams. And you go on and make the most amazing version of yourself in 2020. Here's to your marketing success.